Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The Florida Supreme Court will hear an abortion initiative argument that could change the future of Florida in the Constitution. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Now, the Florida Supreme Court has recently set for oral argument February the 7th at 9 o'clock Eastern Time to hear argument regarding a proposed amendment that would codify unrestricted abortion as a right in the state's constitution. I'll be presenting oral argument along with a representative from the Florida Attorney General's office opposing this ballot initiative to be placed on the ballot because it violates key proponents or aspects of Florida mm -hmm. law with regards to voter initiatives. Yeah, we're going to unpack that. But listen to this. The title itself is called Amendment to Limit Government Interference with Abortion. And the full text states, No law shall prohibit, penalize, delay, or restrict abortion before viability or when necessary to protect the patient's health, as determined by the patient's health care provider. This amendment does not change the legislature's constitutional authority to require notifications to a parent or guardian before a minor has an abortion. Now, there's a real problem with yeah. a lot of this language. First of all, the proposed title and then some of the language. We'll break it apart. Mm -hmm. But for any voter initiative where you gather signatures and you want to change the Constitution and people then go to the ballot and they vote yes or no in favor of or against that proposed amendment, that amendment has to comply with two components of Florida law. First, it cannot be misleading and deceptive. If it is misleading and deceptive, then it does not go on the ballot. Secondly, it has to address a single subject. It can't be that when you vote yes, you're not only voting yes for something that you think is part of the amendment, but also it involves something else as well that you didn't mm -hmm. have any clue about or that you're not interested in. It has to have a single subject. Your vote has to have a very narrow yes or no answer. Well, let's start with the, the misleading part. Okay, first of all, the title, Amendment to Limit Government Interference with Abortion. That's quite misleading. Especially the word interference. Right. The government interference with abortion. That means that the government, every time it does anything, is interfering with abortion. And so it already has a politically charged title to this amendment. That begins your your criteria that uh, it's misleading and deceptive because it gives an emotional charge to that title. It also says no law shall prohibit, penalize, delay, or restrict abortion before viability or, and this is a big or, when necessary to protect the patient's health as determined by the patient's health care provider. So let's look at the portion of the sentence where it begins with or, or restrict abortion before viability or when necessary. What is the word necessary? What does it mean? What does it mean that an abortion would be necessary? There's no 
information. There's no definition as to what necessary is. Does it mean that the person's life is in danger? Does it mean that the uh, person just wants it? Patient's health, to protect the patient's health. What is health? Well, a doctor, you know, takes an oath to first do no harm, and a doctor's mission is always to deliver a healthy child. Even if the mother's life is in danger, that doctor will do everything he or she can to deliver a healthy child. Well, and this definition of health is really a problem because if you go back to the 1973 case of Doe versus Bolton, which was delivered and handed down the same day as Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade was out of Texas. Doe was out of Georgia. Doe versus Bolton is the portion of the abortion decisions of 1973 that allowed abortion through all nine months of pregnancy up till birth. Why? Because it used a modified version of the World Health Organization's definition of health. And back then, the WHO's definition included physical, emotional, sociological, familial, financial, and other things. So health was a very broad definition. The World Health Organization now has even further expanded that definition of health, so it includes a wide variety of things that you wouldn't normally think of as health, a person's well-being, financial health, mental health, physical health, sociological health, other kinds of things that are under this rubric of health. It's very, very broad. So what does it mean to protect a patient's health? Health can mean anything, anything as determined, it says, by the patient's health care provider. Well, what's a health care provider? A person who provides health care. You might think of a health care provider as a nurse or a doctor, but there's no definition to say that that's what this means. But don't, don't forget, though, Matt, the patient here is not just the woman. The patient is the unborn child. Right, but... Are you going to protect that child's health? But what you have here is language. That's the real problem. Right. That the healthcare provider is undefined, and so that healthcare provider can be anyone, can be a naturopath, can be somebody who has zero training, mm -hmm. just uh, an, an aide, if you will, that's providing health care. In other words, someone who's not licensed as a medical professional in any field at right. all can say, I think this abortion is necessary to protect the person's health. And when you start to say, well, what's necessary, what's health? There's no definition to it. So but, it is so broad that this allows abortion through all nine months of pregnancy for any reason at any time up till the very point of birth. But then the next line says this amendment does not change the legislature's constitutional authority to require notification to a parent or guardian before a minor has an abortion. That just contradicts what the first line said. It does contradict it because we're talking about parental notification. Right. Right. Which is going to restrict abortion because... And it's going to delay abortion. Yeah. Because that is a restriction on abortion. Exactly. You can't get an that abortion sense. <laughs> until you get the parent's or guardian's consent. Well, that's a restriction. You can't just go out and get the abortion right. without consent. So that's a restriction, right? Right. So no law shall penalize or prohibit penalize, delay, or restrict. Well, this does restrict abortion. It also can delay an abortion because instead of going directly to the abortion clinic, you have to first get permission from a parent or guardian before you go to the abortion clinic. So that can delay it by even a day, but that's a delay. Mm -hmm. And in some cases, um, that could prohibit abortion because the parent says, no, I'm not going to give consent. Right. So that prohibits abortion. 
So the first line says one thing. The second line says, but it doesn't affect this, but it is in complete contradiction to the first line. So going back to your second point, this is not a single subject proposed amendment. No, because especially <laughs> when you look at uh, several things. Uh, one, um, viability. It says no law shall prohibit, penalize, delay, or restrict abortion before viability. Viability is a subject in and of itself. Mm -hmm. What is viability and how is it determined? Then if you go beyond that, a patient's health. A patient's health. So viability is the ability of the baby to live outside the womb, right? right. A patient's health is actually the mom, the mother who is giving birth. So now you have viability looking at the baby and the health that looks at the mother. But what about the baby's health? Well, it doesn't mention anything about the baby's <laughs> this health. Is very but the confusing. point is, is that there's two different subjects. Mm -hmm. Are we talking about viability only, looking fo focusing on the baby? Or are we talking about the mother's health? Because those are two different things. Viability mm -hmm. is one thing. The patient's health is another thing. And the other thing that is a different subject is, oh, it throws in parental notification. That's a whole different subject matter as well. So you've got viability, uh, looking at the unborn child, whether that child can live outside the womb, the patient's health, which is the health of the mother, which is a very broad, undefined term. And oh, by the way, parents. Parents are involved now because it's talking about parental or guardian notification. So that's another whole issue. And a minor is involved. And so you have to have all these different things. So we're talking about lots of different subject matters, right. not one. But this proposed amendment is sponsored by a group called Floridians Protecting Freedom, which is deceptive right there, which includes the ACLU and Planned Parenthood affiliate. So there's your motivation right well, there. Well, they've recently come out with a statement, a press release, that said that they've gathered enough signatures to get this on the ballot. Now, those are not yet certified mm -hmm. by the state of Florida but they say that they have enough signatures to get it on the ballot. So this February 7 argument is going to be very, very critical because if we lose that argument, that means this will be on the ballot for November and it'll be a huge issue for the state of Florida. Pray for our case. Uh, on February the 7th, you'll be able to tune in and watch it. Go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.